the IZ Robot Stuck at Home Show. All right, it is me. It is your dude, Icy Robots, and we are uh, we're here getting ready for another exciting episode of the Stuck at Home Show. This is this is the show where we're taking those sad moods, we're turning them into glad moods with with all kinds of uh, inspirational thoughts. It's a wild, wacky, weird world out there, but uh, right now, right now, we're safe as can be inside the Icy Robots Earth Base in uh, sunny Santa Rosa, California. I. I hope everybody out there is doing great. I hope you're all hanging in there. I hope that the uh, the situations all around the universe haven't gotten you down. I hope that you're keeping your head up. I hope that uh, I hope you're doing what you have to do to make it through day by day. But uh, we're here right now, and I have a package in front of me. I I have an idea of what it is. I um, it's something I'm looking forward to. Let me uh, let me get that. I gotta get the uh, where is it? I haven't had the Arthur Fonzarelli brand Switchblade on the show in the past couple weeks. I don't, um, I can't see it here on the desk. And I might, uh, I might need it. This is, this is awesome. Let me, uh, is it under the keyboard? No? Is it over here? I am now facing away from the microphone. Is it, is it back here? No, it's not back here. Is it over is it over here on the shelf? Is it back here behind this? No. Uh-uh. Well, that's no fun. I'm going to have to find that. Uh, is it up there? Is it on that shelf next to the uh, Frank DePino autograph card that I got from my brother for my birthday a few years ago? Is it there? Is it up there next to that uh, broken computer that I haven't used in, in years? No. Not up there. How about here? Is it up here? I'm just looking at stuff on my shelves at this point. Is it uh, right next to that Amy Adams from... Uh, Superman can of Dr. Pepper that you have. I just think it's funny that Amy Adams was on a on a soda can. Uh, well, I can't find the Arthur Fonzarelli brand Switchblade. I hope it hasn't hope it hasn't fallen into uh into enemy hands. That could be that could be catastrophic, dude. But uh, let's let's rip this open. I have this here. This will do. It's a letter opener. Let's uh. Rip, 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 rip. We're ripping through. Rip, 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 rip. Let's, uh, let's pop it open. And inside of it, we have not one, not even one, but two Fisher-Price Adventure people that I have wanted for, uh, for a really, really long time. These two, I got them. I got them for a song, man. I practically got them for free. I got a great deal. I jumped in on an auction that for some reason people hadn't noticed. These are... These are good ones. The figures of which I am speaking at the present time are from the newscaster van. I have the news director who looks like, uh, he looks like, what is that guy's name? He looks like Lou Grant. And on the other hand, I have the newscaster, a lovely, uh, lovely black lady with a natural haircut, some, uh, sometimes known as an afro in some circles. She has, she has a neat orange skirt made of a material, like a, a plastic like a vinyl skirt. She has some cool shoes. I I like these two a lot. And I have wanted them for such a long time. I already have the van. I have the cameraman. I have the big camera. And I have the handheld camera for this set already. And I needed these two. Now, now all I need are like some power cords. And they have like a like a, a, a rig. Like a, a, a two-story rig, I think it is, that you can put the camera on top of. which is Which is fun, but I don't... I don't necessarily need that. I feel like I have all the key components at at uh, this time. This 
These two were made back in uh, 1977, which is which is uh, when I was like four four years old. I wanted these even back in the day. I remember a kid on my street had the news van, and I just thought it was so great. It's a blue van. It has a camera with it, and then there's then there's like this side port that rotates, and inside of that port, there's like a there's like an editing bay. It is so great. I loved Adventure People, and I love them even to this day because. You need some. You need some other guys for your uh, action figure universes that aren't necessarily like superheroes or soldiers or like stormtroopers. You need some guy to come in there and interview Duke after the battle. You need somebody to ask Duke what uh, what he thinks led to victory over Cobra that day. You need a cameraman to record it. This is this is out of sight, dynamite man. I am so excited about having these two. I have wanted them for the longest time. This Ed Asner. Looking guy right here is an amazing, amazing, amazing action figure. He has a he has a blue tie that's all askew. He has a watch. He has this really uh, worried look on his face, like he's just like, oh geez, we can't go, we can't go past the hour, or we're gonna uh, we're gonna cut into uh, the football game that's coming on next, and uh, people want to see if uh, Lyle Alzado can break the sack record, or if uh. If uh, Fred Bolitnikoff is going to catch a couple uh, a couple touchdowns, I I had to dig deep to think of some football player dudes that might be around in this era. Well, Fred Bolitnikoff was what? He was a receiver for the Oakland Raiders. Small, skinny, white guy with weird moves and like really good hands, as I recall. There were like there were like rumors that Homeboy had like stick him on his hand. I think that was the the move because he, he would like never drop a pass. Dude was great. I'm not. I'm not, like, a football fan, but I've seen, like, a lot of, like, NFL films and stuff like that. I've seen far more NFL films than I've seen actual, factual football games. And Lyle Alzado was, a uh, he was another Raider, right? And he had, like, a TV show where he played a professional wrestler that I remember was on, like, Saturday afternoons. And I, I used to watch it every week because I was absolutely wrestling starved and I would hope that there would be some wrestling on that show. But there never, not never, not never was. After you finish your homework assignments tonight, keep the homework away from the dog, the cleaning lady, and acid rain, and all your other usual excuses. High school vice principal by day and a moonlighting masked maniac by night. But no matter what he does, he's still learning the ropes. Tonight at 8.30 on CKY. Man, I, I remember watching the show on, like, Saturday afternoons in syndication. I, I think it was on around the same time that show with uh, Angelian where uh, she worked in a hotel, in uh, like a high-rise hotel restaurant. Making a living? Was that what it was called? Anyway, I used to watch that show every week, hoping that there would be some like wrestling matches, but it was mostly like, it was mostly like schoolhouse comedy, but there were like, there were like guest appearances by wrestlers. I remember like the Road Warriors were on there once, but I, I don't know, man. Lyle Alzado used to like party around Santa Rosa. Back in the day, the uh, Oakland Raiders, back when they were like bananas with like Kenny Stabler and Lyle Alzado and all those, all those other wacky guys, they used to um, have their training camp at the El Rancho Tropicana, which was, which was this hotel, like this, like this loungy style hotel with like this tiki motif and stuff. And they had like pools and all, all that stuff. You can, you can imagine what it is. They would have their training camp there. They had like, they had like a football field in the back. And every year when training came around, the, the Warriors, the Warriors, the Raiders would come to town. And there's, there's like all these Santa Rosa legends about these guys like tearing bars up and like fighting with guys and doing all kinds of stuff. It's, 
it's a bummer. The El Rancho was, was torn down many, many years ago. There's like a Target there now, a Target and like a Costco. It's it's whack. I feel like I feel like at the very least there should be like some kind of a plaque up there commemorating that this is this is the spot where Kenny the Snake Stabler and Lyle Alzado drank 95 beers and got into a fight with a bike gang and beat them all up. There should be like some kind of a plaque there, but there's not. There's a, a, a Panda Express in the location. It's a bummer. Every time I drive by, I remember, I remember the uh, El Rancho. I went to my first ever Star Trek convention. This would, this would honestly be probably like, aside from like baseball card shows, this was like my first ever like pop culture convention. I went to a, a, a Star Trek show at the El Rancho Tropicana. I met Michael Dorn. He was there. He was like the guest of honor. It was, it was really like really a great time. I have some pictures from there. I should find them. Those would be cool to post. It was, it was like in the nineties. I was in high school. I went with this girl I knew who was also like a big Trekkie. We used to watch Trek on a on Channel Fifty, our local Santa Rosa station. And then they they started advertising there. It was going to be a Star Trek show, and we went. It was so great. I bought a shirt. I. I had a really awesome time. I got an autograph of Michael Dorn where he misspelled my um my first name. He put I saw robots and I was like, that's not cool, Michael Dorn, but I forgive you. And we uh we gave each other like a pound, like a dap before that was before that was a thing. I I had a good time. I had a good time. There's a restaurant there. I remember I got a milkshake. What a what a great day. The memories are just flooding back, but none that are like specific. One thing I do recall was like there were these uh, booths, and there's this booth like this nowadays, but I remember, like, being overwhelmed at this one booth that had, like, pins and, like, pin backs and stuff. You know, like, the kind the kind you put on your jacket, and I had one of those jackets at the time. Like, uh, it was an army jacket. It was actually my dad's army jacket back when he was back when he was in the service. I would, I would wear it around. It was, it was all cool and all punk rock and stuff, and I would, I would put pins on it, you know, like, nerdy pins, but I wanted to be like, you know, Domino Pizza, like, Avoid the Noid, uh... Stuff like that, and then when I was at the, at the Star Trek convention, I got completely overwhelmed because they had like a whole table full of like Star Trek pins, and I, I didn't know what to get. I think I got one that was like a Ferengi head. I made the worst possible choice. I got one that was a Ferengi head, and then another one that was like the head of the Grand Nagus, and then like another one that was like the book cover for the Rules of Acquisition. I was so counterculture at the time. I I got clowned for that at all the. All the peace rallies and stuff that I went to. But anywho, enough reminiscing. Let's uh, let's move forward into uh, what did Gino Vega have for lunch yesterday? What did Gino Vega have for lunch yesterday? It's me, it's me, it's Gino V. Checking in to tell you what I had for lunch yesterday. And what did I have for lunch yesterday? Yesterday for lunch, I had about a cup of um, this homemade black bean soup that we put together. Um, and I had that with a uh, whole wheat, whole grain sandwich bun. It was kind of like a bread substance to eat with the soup. Uh, sprinkled a little bit of koti cheese on top of that and called it lunch. Another day, another meal. Talk to you soon. It's me, it's me, it's Gino V. It's me, it's me, it's Gino V. I want to send the biggest shout-out in the history of shout-outs to my dude Gino V from from lovely Napa, California. Thanks for sharing that, dude. We're all interested in what you have for lunch every day. It's always 
Always an interesting uh, tour into the mind, the mind of a genius. I heard that my homeboy took his family and they moved to their uh, mountain retreat with all the unrest here in Sonoma County. That's good, man. That's that's a safe mood move. My my homeboy has like he has like a giant fortress in the mountains that they go to sometimes to uh you know when they, when they, when they need peace of mind when they need security. He has he has an armed uh, security team up there with him. The uh, the Vega forces and these guys. These guys are tough as nails, dude. These are like former Navy SEALs. These are like former Mossad. These are like former French Foreign Legion. I think, I think at last told he had like eight of these guys and they just, you know, they hang and clang around in the uh, fortress just waiting for them to go up there. And, and once they do, they, they secure the mountain. The thing is inside of the mountain, like NORAD. Our homeboy's been there for like a week now. So I, I was lucky to get these uh, lunch, um, lunch stats from him. Big, big shout out. You can find him at... Sensational Vega on the tweets or uh, Gino Vega on Facebook. Last I heard, he was accepting any and all friend requests, but he will not allow you into his mountain fortress no matter how much you beg. And believe me, believe me, I have tried. I've, I've asked for an invite. He has like an indoor pool. He has an indoor bowling alley. And I'm like, come on, my dude, just let me come down there and hang out in your arcade and play some Dragon's Lair. And he's just like, no dice. You might have the bug and plus you're a dork anyway. But um, I... I can appreciate that, I suppose. Let's uh, let's see what's uh, next on the um, on, on the cue card here. Let me let me see. Oh, all right, here we go. American Pizza Man. The only real American pizza made by an American. American Pizza Man. Masai Bindo. American Pizza Man. Masai Bindo. American Pizza. American Pizza. American Pizza. Your guy, the American Pizza Man, has been slacking on his pizza making. Man, it is, um, it's been hot, dude. It has been, like, it has been hot here in California, and I didn't, I didn't feel like, uh, heating up the pizza stone, because to do so would mean that I would have to, uh, I would have to heat up the house, and that would be, that would be horrible. I should get one of those portable outdoor, uh, pizza ovens. That would be, that would be great. I could sit out on the deck, and I could make a pie, and I can go over to my little oasis I have in the, in the corner of the yard amongst the, uh, Amongst the brushes and the flowers, and I could sit there and eat my homemade pizza. That would that would be delightful. But until I until I actually do that, I think that um I I'm gonna have to like talk about uh, some of the pizza that I bought last week. I, I went out and I, I got a couple pies. I ordered them online and I picked them up. I was I was very very satisfied with both that I got. The um the first one that I got was uh the wife and I got a pizza lunch. They had this special over at Roundtable Pizza. Roundtable Pizza is a it's a Northern California institution. It is the place to go for pizza. They got one down the street for me. They got one in Montgomery Village that I know Gino Vega used to go to back in the day when he was at uh when he was at Montgomery High School. That one that one is a shrine to Santa Rosa coolness, man. I love that place. So we ordered these online. They have like a deal where you can get like a mini pizza, like a four slice mini pizza, and an ice cold bottle of soda. I got Diet Cola for uh I think it's like six ninety nine, seven ninety nine, something like that. It's it's pretty affordable, and then you just drive up there and they they bring it out to you, which is which is great. I got one, and the wife got one, and they were fantastic. I got to admit, I loved it a lot. I got uh, I got salami, I got sausage, extra cheese, and mushrooms on mine. It was it was great. I got to say, man, I am more than digging this uh, salami on on the pizza tip. It's working out working out great for me. The wife got uh, green peppers, and then she got a uh, Canadian bacon, sliced Canadian bacon. They sliced it into um in the fourth. And then she had onions and sausage. Hers was really great too. We um, we took our four slices and we each traded one. 
So we had three slices of what we ordered and then one slice of what the other person ordered. And that was, that's a good way to do it. Consider that if you ever order the uh, mini pizza. I'm a mini pizza aficionado. I think these are great. I used to, I used to get them at uh, Pizza Hut back in the day when Pizza Hut was like a thing. I used to get them at a straw hat pizza that they had here in town. I, I like it. There's nothing better than getting like, just to, you know, your own little personal pizza. I also, I really like Totino's uh, party pizza. Those are those weird those weird little uh, round pizzas. I think actually they're not round anymore. The last time I got a Totino's party pizza, it was square. Not that, not that I got a problem with that in any way. I I don't really, I don't really discriminate pizza shape, dude. If you want to make one that's a square, that's awesome. If you want to make one that's a uh, you know circle, that's awesome too, dude. Do whatever, do whatever you feel. Do whatever is easier for you. The grandma style pizza is is a delight. I really, really, really do like those Totino's party pizzas. The, it's the sausage. I think they have like these little weird, uh, dusty, they're almost dusty sausage crumbles, but they're, they're really great. They have like this distinct flavor all their own. I, I have one of those in the freezer right now. I might, uh, pop that in the air fryer and make that for, for lunch if I feel so inclined, but I, I don't know. I also might just make a smoothie. It's hard to say, but, um, we also got another pizza. We went to Little Caesars. I, I am a proponent of Little C's, you can get like a full-on pizza for five bucks. And it's not, it's not the greatest pizza in the world. A uh, Little C's pizza is almost the equivalent of a McDonald's hamburger in that it's not what you would call like a classically good hamburger or pizza in, in, in the way that like a round tables or like a super burger burger is super burger is like the spot here in Santa Rosa. I like Ozzy's more than super burger, but whatever, for whatever reason, super burger popped into my head first. The McDonald's hamburger is not, it's not on the level of an Ozzy's burger, but in its own way, in its own distinct way, it's delicious. Does that make sense? That's what, that's what Little C's pizza is. We got a, a Little C's uh, deep dish lunch and uh, shared that. It was, it was pretty cool. You get like, it was like, I don't know, like eight inches of a rectangle pizza in, in like a deep dish type scenario. And it also came with a uh, soda. I think it was four ninety nine, but I, I can't recall off the top of my head. It was, it was really good. The Little C's deep dish pizza is not to be slept on. We each ate like one piece of that because it was, it was pretty dense. It was pretty hearty and we saved the, uh, we saved the rest for later. And then I, I had that for like a late night snack. That was great. There was, there was like a homeless dude hanging outside and he said, Hey man, could you buy me a $5 fresh and easy pizza? I'd really, really appreciate it. And I said, you know what, brother? I can do it for you. I can afford that pizza. So I bought him one. That made me that made me feel good. And I was thinking how, like, you can give, like, a homeless guy, like, a $5 bill. Or you can buy him, like, an entire pizza for the same amount. So I felt like, I felt pretty cool about that. I felt like dude was going to get lunch and then probably dinner and maybe even breakfast the next day. If he balanced it right. Like, one dude eating on a pizza can make it, can make it go for a long way. If you happen to see some guy outside the Little C's asking you for a $5 pizza... Just go ahead and get it, dude. You can afford it. It's important to be nice. Important to help take care of your fellow man. E-L-E. That's the motto here on the show. E-L-E. Everybody love everybody. Let's move uh, Let's move ahead. Hopefully next week we'll have a more fun version of the American Pizza Man where we talk about some pizzas we actually made. Oh, my dude, uh, my dude Charles reached out and I really appreciate this. He went to the pizza place with his family and he decided, you know, I'm going to go for self on some of these toppings and he got the green olives, which I, which I highly recommend. They're salty. They're briny. They're so good on a pizza with the, when you got the sweet sauce and kind of like the sweet mozzarella. Mozzarella has like a little, you know, a little sweet tangy to it. If you, if you take that and you add the salty, briny green olives, magnifique. But my dude from the last hometown did it and uh, 
he he loved it. He thought it was great. So that's one recommendation from him. Also, go on to YouTube and look up my uh, homeboy, the Last Hometowns uh, YouTube channel. He has this he has this playlist of disaster movies, and a lot of them are like these made-for-TV disaster movies. And I I saw like he posted a link to one, and I was like, that looks really great. And then he put together a playlist, and I swear to you, I've watched like six or seven movies off this list, like entire movies. There was one that was like. There was one that was like a fake newscast where uh, asteroids were going to hit the Earth. There was another one where like, oh, they're just great. I love a disaster movie. I love a made-for-TV movie. I love a disaster movie. I love all that stuff. The Last Hometown on YouTube. Look it up. It's it's not to be missed, dude. A lot of great stuff there. And he keeps updating the list with new things. So I, I keep watching these movies. I love them. Let's move into uh next segment of the show. This is the Stuck at Home Show. Life has never been better. Welcome to the IC Robots Garage Comic Shop. I got some new toys and they are very collectible. I threw them over there. Hey guys, this is me, IC Robots, and I am back in the, uh... Back in the garage comic shop here to look and see what I can, what I can find. But, uh, the shopkeep has been like, let me move this box of toys out of the way. The shopkeep here has been keeping this place a real mess. He didn't even file these secret services that he was reading the other day. Let me, um, let me do that. I, I hate a mess. Let's see. Secret service will go between secret invasion and Secret War. This is the new Secret War, the one that came out, um, it's not even new. It came out like many, 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 many moons ago, but at this point, everything that's, uh, that's not from the 80s feels kind of new. Let's see what we can get into. I stepped on something. Let's see what we can get, let's see what we can get into here at the, uh, the garage comic shop. The dude's playing some, some anime right now. I don't even know what that is, but, uh, it's, it's playing on all the monitors. I hope it's not too loud for you guys. I hope it's not like, I hope it's not a, uh, I hope you can hear me. I'm really at a loss for words today. It's kind of hot. It's kind of hot in here. Let's, um, let's see what's inside this box of toys first that was sitting here on top of the comics. This is, this is like a 16 inch human torch. You can tell it's the Chris Evans human torch. Oh, look, this is the, uh, this is the thing the movie thing, the big movie thing. He's pretty cool looking, actually. Here is, here's a 12 inch green arrow from Justice League Unlimited. I wonder who brought these toys in. There's some decent stuff in here. Let's see what else we got. Here's another, here's another green arrow. That's nice, it's like a DC Direct green arrow. Very cool. Here's a Batman animated Batman. This is a fun box of stuff, man. I wonder, I wonder where this came. Oh, look, here's some GI Joe cards. We got Heavy Duty, we got a Targat. I think there's a couple more in here. Let's see what else we got. Oh, Deep Six. That's a good one. Then here's a file card for a Sand Viper. This is, this is a good box. Here's another Deep Six card. Another little Batman. Here is, here is the Shark Driver. Also Deep Six. Here is his actual factual file card. Our dude's name is Malcolm R. Willoughby. That's, a, that's an upper crust type name if I ever heard one there. Let's, let's grab a handful of some of this stuff. Here's a Justice League Unlimited Green Arrow. This is a Green Arrow heavy box. Here's another little Green Arrow. Here's a Hero Click 
that is a green arrow. I used to play Heroclix like crazy. I was so into that game when I had like tons and tons of extra money laying around. The wife and I would hang out and we would play together. And we spent a lot of money over at a, at the comic shop buying these hero clicks. And then I, I sold them all. I sold them all on eBay and I bought a bike. It's the bike that I have now. So it's a good deal. Actually, it was the bike that got stolen from out the side of the library back in the day. That was whack. I love that bike. I miss it. I miss it so much. Let me um let me put all these toys back in and move these out of the way. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna buy any of these today, my dude, but um let me just sit them down there out of the way. Let's uh let's start looking for some comics. Let's go into this box. This is uh G H and I. Let's this is like start part way through. Here's some incredible hulks. These were written by uh Bruce Jones. That was that was good stuff. Here's some human targats. I really do like the human targat, Christopher Chance. Um, his his gimmick is that he's like a private security guard, but what he does is he uh, he like takes over your identity completely. Like you get to go hide in your mountain fort fortress, like Gino Vega, and he'll be like in Napa, acting as Gino Vega in like perfect disguise to where no one can even can even tell the uh, the conflict in this was that like. Christopher Chance stopped knowing who he was. Like, he wasn't sure, am I Christopher Chance, or am I the human target, or am I Gino Vega? He didn't know. It was, like, psychological stuff. Pretty pretty good. Uh, some more human targets. Identity Crisis. DC Identity Crisis. Infinite Crisis. Uh, Iron Man. The Invincible Iron Man. Um... I think this was the new Iron Man, where, uh, they introduced, um, what's her name? The gal who became Ironheart in one of these. I think it's issue eight or something. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I'll read some of those. I only read those through once. Here's some Jessica Jones. These are the new Jessica Jones many, many, many years after, uh, the title Alias came out. I think... I think maybe I'll, I'll read these. Nah, I could save those for later. I don't. JLA, JLA, Jughead, some Jugheads. I'm not seeing anything in this box. Jungle Girl. I'm not seeing in here anything I want. Let's move over. M, Mighty Crusaders, Mighty Avengers, Moon Knight. We already read those Moon Knights the other day. Let me, let me see. I want something good. Something that I haven't like read recently, but will also be cool. The Ultimates, I love the Ultimates. Ultimates were great. Um, that was like Mark Miller's take on the uh, the Avengers. Really, really great stuff. Most of the stuff that you see like in the Avengers movies was kind of the Ultimates. Let me, let me move this out of the way. That's the Spider-Man phone. It's getting really, it's getting really jammed up here in the garage comic shop because all the, all the thrift stores are closed. And I want, like, to donate a ton, a ton, a ton of stuff. Like, the wife has found a ton of stuff. Just doing, like, house cleaning. I'm sure you're in this position, too. And we want to donate all this stuff, but, like, there's no way to donate. And here's Gotham Central. Um, some green arrows. I love the green arrow. This whole end looks like it's green arrow. It's a green arrow day, I think. Maybe I should take that as, like, a hint. Girl Scouts by Mafood, Harley Quinzes. 
I like Harley Quinn. Hey, my guys. There's a Harley Quinn cartoon on the DC uh, Universe app. And this cartoon is amazing. It's amazing. We're on season two right now. And it's just, it's so great. They're doing No Man's Land where uh, Gotham has been cut off from all governmental aid. And like Harley Quinn is fighting all the different gang leaders trying to take over. It is dynamite. She swears. It is so violent. It, it's blood and guts and swear words. It's awesome. You guys, you guys need to see this. R-rated Harley Quinn is the best Harley Quinn. Um, Green Arrow, Green Arrow, Green Arrow. I just want something good. Walking Dead. More Ultimate stuff. Ultimate Spider-Man. Um, the Ultimates. Oh, you know what? I'm going to take these. These are the new Ultimates. This was, uh, I'll take the first six, I think. This is like a team that was put together to, um, like, fight against, like, cosmic things. It has, it has Black Panther. Um, oh, it has, no. uh, I forget her name. What the heck is her name? Uh, Photon and America Chavez and Captain Marvel and the Blue Marvel. It's like really heavy, like sci-fi stuff. I think, I think maybe I'll get the first six of this. Unless it's like, unless it's too pricey. Let me find out. Hey, uh, hey my dude, how much for the, these six issues of the Ultimates? I would need to get 45 bucks for those. They are hard to find. <laughs> that seems a little high, but like, I guess you're the only shop in town. So, uh, I'll take it. Also, how, what, what are you looking for this box of toys right here? 1,000. What? No, 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 not $1,000. 1K. Uh, I'll pass on that, but I will take these. Comics. No, we aren't buying beer can collections. We don't even sell that stuff. I don't know. Try the dump. Man, that was fun. It's always fun to go to the uh, garage comic shop. And once I, once I read those issues of the Ultimates again, reread... Those issues of the Ultimates again. I'll, I'll let you know what what I think. I think that uh, like first time around, I do remember. I do remember liking those. They were highly recommended to me by my um by my homeboy Chris from uh Comics from the Wind, which is uh, sadly no longer no longer with us. I don't like currently have a local comic shop except for the one in my garage. But um I'll I'll check those out. And I'll, I'll I'll let you know what I think next time um next time we get together. I think I think we're nearing the end of this. It's been it's been a real fun romp with you guys. Earlier uh earlier today I didn't even mention this. I I was over uh I was I was riding my bike over to the Pokestop. I didn't I didn't feel like walking. It was it's hot. Uh so I thought like I'll minimize my time in the sun and I'll just ride over there. But um on on the way past there is a dumpster, like the school dumpsters. I go by I go by those every time I go by and um when I when I passed it, it was it was like overflowing with stuff, just like random stuff. I could see all kinds of weird, like just random stuff. Like they must be doing like classroom cleanouts right now. And I'm, I'm like not, I'm not above doing a bit of a dumpster dive. I'm not above taking a peek and seeing what's in there. I'm just, I'm curious guy, you know? So I, I stuck my head in there to, to take a peek. And there was like, there was like so much stuff in there, like, like useful things, so I started like I started pulling stuff out that I that I that I kind of wanted to take a look at, and I ended up with like two brand new extension cords, like these really long yellow extension cords. They still had they still had the uh, like wrapping from the store on them. I got two of those. I found a crowbar 
like one long crowbar and one shorter one. These were both new. They had like the Home Depot um, stickers like still on it. Then I found like a couple baskets, like, you know, nice baskets. The wife uses these for different things around the house. So I grabbed those as well. And then I found like a watering can, like, like a hardly used like watering can. Like it wasn't, um, it wasn't, it wasn't brand new, but they probably bought it for some kind of project and then just like, they just tossed it. I, I at one time worked for like, uh, the county in like a public, public sort of situation. And I can tell you this from like a firsthand account, nobody is more wasteful than like the public sector. When they're using public money, they will just like, they will buy something, use it for two seconds and throw it away. There is no, no qualms about anything like that. So I, I was not surprised to find any of this fun stuff like over there in the dumpster. I, I might take like a second run. I might take a second run later and just see what else I can find in there. I might wait till the wife is home. She, she also likes to take a peek. We're both like, we're both on this zero waste tip. We don't want to, we don't want to have to buy anything that we don't have to buy. We don't want to throw anything away. We want to see if we can repair it or reuse it. There's, there's too much waste in the world, my dudes. I know there's a lot of problems going on and this is like a major one, like this disposable culture that we live in. So I... I was happy to be able to, like, retrieve something that was going to go straight to the dump. And I'll, I'll use this stuff. I'm going to put the mini crowbar in my toolkit. We'll put the, the bigger crowbar and the tool stuff. I will for sure use these extension cords, man. You cannot have too many extension cords. They come in, like, endlessly handy. This is this is all weird. Do you guys ever, like, peek in dumpsters just to see what's in there? I, I don't look at, like, food dumpsters, of course. But these were, like, this was, like, clean school garbage. There was just, like, so much stuff in there, like... Like, paper and pencils. It's like, if I were into any of this stuff, I could have come home with, like, boxes and boxes of, like, useful stuff. Poster boards, papers, just you name it, man. You name it was in there. So much waste in the public sector. That was, that was my little rant right there. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you're safe. I hope that, uh, I hope things are looking up for you. The kids are still out there in the streets. Fighting the good fight. Your boy ISR is proud of them. 100% behind the Black Lives Matter movement. They got all the support here in the world. Um, let's let's work for defunding the police. This is your guy, Icy Robot, signing off. Talk to you soon. Do the time. Don't let the time do you. Time seems hard right now. But you gotta believe things are getting better. Birds are migrating again. Rains are back. Stuff's... It's getting better. Things are getting better. This has been an IC Robots radio production.